This is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. We've been doing expositions from Second Chronicles chapter twenty in the last three weeks. Today we'll start from verse number 14 to 17. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse number 14 to 17. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zachariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Matina, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but it is God's battle. So that's where that Hebrew word there is, Jehovah Sebaot, the God of hosts, the God who battles for us. Now, I'll you say, there are some battles you must just leave for God to fight for you and stop wasting your self energy. There are some battles that Jehovah Zebaot must fight. Why do you fight God's battles? Clap your hands and say, Lord, fight for me. Oh, you don't know you are praying. Say, Lord, fight for me. The Lord is taking over that battle in the office, in your work, in your finances, in your marriage, in your health, over your land. My son Adolf came to me. Some very powerful person in this nation was fighting over a land with him. So powerful, everybody fears him. I said, kneel down. And I said, fire prayer. When I finished, Adolf told me. And Adolf He said, Apostle General. I'll bring you word. That I, I have flooded that man. Adolf made him pastor and took his land. From that day when Adolf defeated him, the aura around that man vanished. 
in this country. People who used to fear him, fear him no more. Oh, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, huh? Today, I take over the battle from you and I place the battle on the altar. Jehovah Zebal will fight Say, in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God, fight, fight, fight. Clap your hands and shout. Don't be angry with me. I am a prophet, number one, before I am apostle general. Today, I am moving into the prophetic element. Sit down. You are living here with power. Yeah. They come to frighten you with their names. Their names are empty. There is one name that we know. The name Jesus is with you. They come to you with their political connection. They will lose all their political connection. They come to you with their money. They will lose their money. Fly. Am I talking to somebody at home? Shout and receive it. Come on, shout again and shout and receive it. Give the Lord worship here. Clap those hands. Say Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Something is happening. There are some that the battle is not your battle, it's God's battle. That's why it's called Jehovah's about. All the Hebrews say Shabbat. The battle is not yours. It is God's. Look at the next verse. Tomorrow go down. and Oh my God. Tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Zeus. And you will find them at the end. <laughs> and you find them at the brook before the wilderness. God was reading the battle in the spirit before the battle starts. Tell me why you want to go into that marriage without God. When God knows who will be troubling you in the marriage in the next 20 years. Why? Why, why will you enter into that business without God? When God will be telling you the problems that you will be encountering some five years to come. God was telling them how the enemies were going to come. Showing them all the demarcations. Oh God. You are gone. Remember, all this is prophecy, and I'm going to get to that very soon. Give me the next verse. You will not need to fight. So, so God said, This battle is not physical. Don't fight. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them. For the Lord Yahweh, the Lord Jehovah, the Lord, the covenant keeper, is with you. 
If God is with you, his covenant is with you. Ah, 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 ah. Say, and verse 18 touch me this dawn and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground give me the NIV give me the, the new international event Jehoshaphat bowed down his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Let me see what I, I, I'm stopping 18 or there's something in 19. <laughs> I was crying because there are so many rich people once they have money they don't worship God anymore I was crying because she wanted a husband God gives her a husband and she doesn't serve God anymore Jehoshaphat hears a prophecy. Jehoshaphat ati say yes and come, and the king bowed his face to the ground. And because he bowed, the whole nation followed up and also bowed because what they saw the king do, what was what what was what they did. Father, daddy, you want your children to love God and to be God fearing. It starts with you. When you fear God, your children will fear God. When you are holy, your children will be holy. When the marriage is sanctified with sanctity, when they go into marriage, they go without lesson. Daddy, mommy. Those of you missed the two series. Jehoshaphat had a spring upon his life when three nations crossed the river from Syria and attacked Judah, where he was the king. Jehoshaphat was not ready for this war. He didn't have an organized army. He hadn't made a budget for military arms. But he did something. He gathered people and went before God in prayer and fasting. I have noticed some three spiritual nations that will spring surprises at you. They won't tell you. But every day you must be ready with your God and you must be ready with your altar. You must be ready with your faith. You must be ready. The, the nation of sickness. Sickness doesn't tell you I'm coming. 
my man be me asori wo so a wani na ho so ba ko awom eya yare yare betumi abɔ abere biara awon kan che so kyena na se say me ba wo so this pandemic didn't tell us it was coming corona an ka tro bia mo bia mani se oba and in case you think that corona is just a story it's not a story it's come so close some of my pastors have been hit but by the grace of god the lord has healed all of them the thing is real you, you are not just feeling fine in your body so you go to hospital to see the doctor just for the normal formality and the doctor looks into your face and says I'm sorry you have a strange disease. You have cancer in your body. It's an attack. It is a spiritual nation. The second spiritual nation that will attack you is sorrow. Or pain. There is a spirit that wants to cause people pain and sorrow. Just like that. I mean, it's normal. Normal. Yes, they will just kill your husband. Just to let your children become orphans. And destitute, just like that. They, They are causing you pain. Oh, to me, you know. The managing director will call you and say, business is coming down, so from today you are fired, you are not working. You haven't prepared for this news. You are not prepared for it. One of my pastors was telling us uh, that this pandemic, uh, the private teachers, oh, Adolf, the private teachers because the children are not going to school, they don't have money to pay them, so they are at home. We are the people feeding them. We had to ask for all the private teachers in Royal House Chapel. And then, uh, how is it? Are you okay? Uh, I said, Mama Rita, things are tough. And then we send them some rice and some oil. And, and then, Pastor Jacob was telling us, some offices, they will just, they have slashed salaries by 50%. The devil just wants to cause pain. Pain. That's Jehoshaphat for you. And for four months now, they are not being paid. How, how would they pay their rent? Clap your hands and scream, the devil is a liar. And then the third nation that springs surprises at us. Losses. Loss. L-O-S-S-E. Uh, S, to, to lose something losses for some reason there is this enemy 
that is always wanted to take something from us. And we don't know what we have done. To lose your business. Lose your contract. Lose your husband. Lose your wife. Snatch your children from you. Your children that you love become India hemp smokers and alcoholics and drug addicts. Clap your hands and say the devil is a liar. liar. Clap your hands and say the devil is a liar. liar. And so Jehovah Zebat must come in. And don't forget the three points that we have established. So for God to come in, God expects you to do something to invite him. If it, the, he said the battle is his, but if you not allow God to fight for you, fight yourself and continue to struggle. So we said number one, you must establish a purpose. Whenever you are in trouble, establish a purpose. Problems will always come. Within the problems are opportunities. And for space for God to glorify himself. But establish a purpose. How did Joseph do it? He went to seek the face of God. He called for prayer. He called for a fast. He didn't go round, 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 round looking for solutions. And when everything failed, before he came to God, right from the day one when the problem struck, he went straight to God. He had a purpose. He was definitive. He had, he was decisive. He knew where to go. Where do you go in time of trouble and danger? Number two, he examined the past. In his prayer, he said, Oh God, you who promised Abraham that you give him this land, you are the God who keeps promises. We have come and here are people who want to take us from our land. But Lord, we know that you have fought for Abraham before. You fought for Moses. You fought for Joshua. You fought for my fathers. If you did it yesterday, then you will do it again. Father, as I examine the past, I know that you are the God of the present. Number three. So number one, establish a purpose. Number two, examine the past. Number three, express his praise. 
Niedikai, ubesi wa juni piwa ni awadi enya mau neto sumienu ubatianu ni awaya etemu no na fineto sumiansa udi aye ye amano awa wunsamu mu. God said to him, you don't need to fight in this battle. So Jehoshaphat figured out if I must not fight, what must I do? He established a choir. And they decided to go singing. And in the singing, they had victory. So this is what God expects you to do to bring him into the battle. Then when God takes over the battle, he also takes over to do three things. Number one, God will never fight for you without giving you a sure word. He will number one give you a sure word. Number two, he will release the victory. And number three, for your troubles, he releases a reward also. For every battle and every pain and sorrow you are going through, get ready, victory is coming. But after the victory, the Lord will pay you and reward you. When they were praying and they were fasting, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Ahaziah. Then he said, Listen, all you Judah and Jehoshaphat. That say the Lord. You don't need to be afraid in this situation. You don't need to be afraid under this pandemic. This pandemic wants to create fear in you. And to kill your faith. And for you to lose your salvation. Look at how you have enjoyed the service this morning. Look at the presence that you are carrying with you. We know that God blesses you at home, but you you yourself know that when you come in the auditorium, it's different. The, the experience is different. You know. You know. So last week I saw some people register for the service. Today they have registered again. And I want them to continue to register and register and register and register and register. Friday, somebody came to the miracle service. Then she sent me a text. Can I come again this Friday? I said, You can come. Other people are bluffing. Let them bluff. You come. And when God makes a difference, they will know that God is a God who blesses people according to the steps of faith that they take. Am I, am I blessing somebody here this morning? You don't need to be afraid, Jehoshaphat. And then God said, number one, this battle is not your battle. It's a battle for Jehovah Sebaot. Jehovah Shabbat. The God of hosts. The God of our warrior. The God 
our battle axe. Tomorrow, they'll be coming through the uh, line of Zeus. And through the upper place there. Don't fight. Just go out and meet them. For the Lord will show that he is God. Prophetic word. Prophetic word. And Jehoshaphat began to worship. Why? If God has spoken, God will honor his word. So, so God will never fight any battle for you except he gives you a sure word. And here are the ways God gives you a sure word and you don't you never know. Number one. Whenever you are reading the word of God Every day get ready to receive a sure word from God And God will shoot a word That that describes the problem uh, That prepares you for the battle that you are going through Believe me Believe me That's how God does it When you are reading the word of God There's always a sure word for you the second way God gives you a sure word is when you come to church. Some of you, you just take your bags, you are going to church because you are, you are a Christian and on Sunday you must go to church. And then there are some of you, you you've made a covenant with God that every week you start your week with it's okay with God it's okay but from today don't come to church with that ideology anymore here is the ideology you must carry when you come to church father I'm going to church give me a sure word that will guide me in this battle pray that prayer be genuine about that prayer and get ready you'll be amazed that in the 45 minutes of preaching one sentence and one scripture is your sure word for the battle that you are fighting. God will always give you a sure, 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 sure word. Then after that, the victory. Then after that, the reward. Oh, I'm coming to the victory and the reward right now. Shut a big amen. Amen. One of my successful sons. Very, very successful. He's been in the in this church since he was a son uh, a little boy in Sunday school. Uh, in those days when Mama Rita used to teach uh, the children when we started Royal uh, House Chapel, IBWC at Kokumlemle, uh Blackmore and Sons. He's been in the church, he has grown his uh, He's one of the powering business young people, industrialists in our nation today. He normally travels with me to Israel. That's 
the only opportunity that he has in coming close to me when we travel to Israel. When it comes to church, he's sitting at the back, always. He will never miss church. So he was telling me his secret. He said, AG, sometimes I have such a difficulty in the problem that I tell my wife after service, I will talk to you. Somewhere, somehow, by the time you finish the sermon, you will release one sentence, one scripture that addresses the reason why I want to talk to you. Then my wife is sitting by me. I said, my problem has been answered. It has come through the word. Let's go to the altar. Then they will take their sacrifice and come to the altar. He doesn't talk to me. Problem is solved. Problem is solved. Problem is solved. Yes. Sure word. Jehoshaphat, you don't need to fight. This battle is not yours. It is God's battle. Go out and meet them. How do you receive prophecies when you are reading the word of God? Number two, when you are in church and you are listening to the word of God. Number three, you can receive through direct prophecies. A direct prophecy is the one that will say, uh, you, Wilson, come. Kneel down. Give me some prophetic talking. Give me some Today, let me use anointing oil. So, direct. And in Royal House Chapel, we'll be receiving direct prophecies many times. There are so many people who have spoken into their lives and the prophecies have come to pass. There was, there was one lady, she, she was believing God for the fruitfulness of the womb. And then right in front of everybody, I anointed her and I said, a year today you'll be carrying your children. Ladies and gentlemen, exactly the year she has the, the uh, uh, twins. Emoji, Pastor Nanayao, wife was pregnant, went to hospital, had a baby. And then the baby... Um, um, when the time the baby came, the baby was already gone. So they put the baby in a plastic bag. He and his wife put them in their boots, came to Audome, dug the ground, and put their baby. Then they came to church on Sunday. So I said, Oh, how is your baby? He said, Apostle General, we lost the baby. I said, What? Where is the baby? We borrowed the baby yesterday. I said, Jesus Christ. So the spirit of the Lord came upon me right on this altar. I said, the same day you bury that child, the next year about the same time, you have another child. And his name shall be called so, so, and so. Ladies and gentlemen, exactly it came to pass. When you are in the battle, God will give you a sure word to fight the battle. And when the word of God comes, you can count the word like victory. 
you, you can bank upon it when God speaks. So, the reason why God made you sit there, and the reason why God made you, made me call you for demonstration, is because the Lord has already prepared in the realms of the Spirit. That the month of July, he will move your business to another level. The last three months have been all battles and battles and battles. And sometimes you are wondering, did I hear right from God? That saith the spirit of the Lord. I am with you. You will prevail. You will overcome. This is the anointing to make you overcome. Saith the spirit of the Lord. You have overcome them. The money is coming. The partners are coming. There's going to be an enlargement. I will enlarge you. Say the spirit of the Lord. The Lord has spoken. Go in peace. So, give him microphone. I haven't spoken to him. I haven't seen him for many years. For many months. Give him microphone. Now, what was one prayer you prayed as you were coming into the church? What is your expectation as you were walking into the service today? Hallelujah. Amen. Church, we serve a living God. Oh, but we serve here, Radia. Yes, so, um, just as Rev AG has prayed, I was believing God that the new business that I have started, um, December, I resigned from my job and I started a new company. And for the past three months, it's been very difficult. And my prayer was, as I was the past three months, church, did you call me on telephone to tell me? Have no. you spoken to me recently? I haven't spoken to you for since the beginning of this year. Since the beginning of the last time I spoke to him was January. When he and his family came to renew covenant. But the Lord knows that the last three months has been tough. And the Lord has already revealed. And the Lord says, I am already in the battle. You can count the prophecy as victory. Clap your hands and scream, I receive it. I receive it. And my prayer was that as I'm coming to church today, the first time since the COVID, I was praying that God will locate me and give me a sure word. And true to the word of God that came this morning, I believe that the prophecy has already gone ahead of me. Amen. Amen. Yes, Come on, professor, to somebody. Remember, we're coming to you.
Sometimes the prophecy does not come to you direct, it comes to you indirectly. So the indirect prophecy is the one that is coming to the general congregation. Like, like in the last 10 minutes, I'm going to be, I'll be in my prophetic element. I will speak some dangerous things here. Can I hear somebody say amen? Amen. As I speak, if you like, sit down like a tree. You know what your challenge is. You know what your battle is. You know what you are looking for. Now the prophet is speaking. That prophecy that came, came in two forms. He said, Thou, O Judah, the whole nation, and then you, Jehoshaphat. So the prophecy went to Jehoshaphat directly, and then the whole nation. The whole nation, did they mention anybody's name? But you must be smart enough to key into the prophecy as it comes Generally, don't sit. Key into it. Release your faith. Release your sacrifice. Engage the altar. Because God knows you are in the congregation and He has prepared the mouth of His prophet to speak the word. Don't sit down. And come send you over. And to me, my one chance, send you a new year. Never a bass of Send you a he said, Judah, hear me. Oh, and Jerusalem. And Judah. then thou Jehoshaphat. Judah, won't hear me. Jerusalem, Munyasu, Afi Jehoshaphat, Onidio Bonidi, Nesabe Judah, and Asa Jerusalem. Tessa Yang Nayatia Sasa for me, Yamo Biedi, and the concern of some Naba. Woe, and obey you with your frim. Woe, and Abonia, Unim Yahoo. Woe, and Abba Fawd, every son concerning. And number five. Direct prophecies and prophecies also come to you when you are receiving counsel from the servant of God or from the spirit of God. The spirit of God simply means that when you are receiving counseling from the right source. From the right source. And come send me to me back. So three days ago, I had a phone call from one of my sons. He's, he's very prosperous. He's doing very well. So he said, uh, Daddy, uh, there's an insurance company that wants me to take over as a majority shareholder. So, so and I, exactly what he said. He said, I want to hear a sure word from God before I take the step. I <laughs> said, my God, how did this guy know I was going to preach on this one on Sunday? <laughs> So I said, okay, get me the information about uh, one, two, three information about insurance company. Go and do due diligence and then get me the information by tomorrow. So he brought me the information. Then I said, Go and take the shares. After you've taken over, you become the majority shareholder. Give me a call. I'm going to show you three things you must do to turn things around. He was shocked at my in-depth of knowledge about insurance business. He was shocked. 
You know how I got that information? Because the Bible has solutions to insurance. The Bible has a solution to banking. The Bible has solution to customs. The Bible has solution to medicine. The Bible has solution to law. The Bible has solution to industrial industrialists like Reverend Agre. The Bible has solution to pharmacy. The Bible has solution to, to politics. The Bible has solution to governance. The Bible has solution for every life under the sun. Believe me, the Bible. Oh, but we say here, radia here. As the trust them, no, I want to you. I'm a baby, piara. You may be a piara, but you are so so. Trust them, we are new. So we are married, so we are brand new, so we are well with you, so we don't want you, so we are draw. Now we are piara, no. Trust them, I want to you, Kawu. Look at me. I'm speaking to you in Kumasi and Bronga Hafo. I'm speaking to you in America. I'm speaking to you UK. I'm speaking. Listen to this prophet. There is no problem you are going through that God has no solution. I challenge you, and I guarantee you. I stand upon this word that I've been preaching the last 40 years. I tell you. God will bring you a sure word for the situation in which you are. I'm telling you. And if you don't hear a sure word, don't take a step. Hear the sure word from any of the five steps that I have given to you. After that, take a step. When you take a step, there's no way you will fail. You will never fail. See me a baby bear with Timothy, say a brown half, say a tamale, say a taqua de Kumase, make a Jose, a cupier and you are, a sempier and you are, a radia sem and Yanui, a radia sem and Wanui, and two for San Yamaya Jacha Uzua, a radi and Parabekasa, I was answering at the Atro. When Moses' father in law Jethro was giving him counsel, Moses as a Jethro, and Rao to Moses for. Jethro was the high priest and he had gathered the whole of Israel and they all killed one after the other and was counseling them. And Moses came and uh, Moses said, ah. uh, So Jethro said to Moses, Now Moses said, I told Israel for you now, I told you now, I told you kill yourself. And then he said, listen to me. And more so listen to God. In other words, the counsel I'm about to give to you is coming from the storehouse of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. If you hear me, you have heard God. Somebody had a vision. The vision is he saw Mama Rita. And Mama Rita said, Get up and stop sleeping. And the mama Rita can say, "Abra tia, sorry, girl, we not so enough." Having that told you not to sleep, and the man can just say, "Enough," because your wife is facing life and death situation. Oh, oh, you baby, you don't know. Are you who? Any, uh, and quanta. This was a dream. Wait, aya, I saw the person. In a real natural physical, his wife was actually pregnant. Not the year after your funu, and it was a pregnancy that was life and death. So in the spirit, he, he encounters the woman of God telling him what he must do. In the natural, preparing for the birth of the wife, the doctors had asked him to prepare for two points of blood. In the realms of the spirit, Mama Rita tells him, don't take two, take four. 
In the dream, she saw an agent of the devil. Who are taking two pints of the blood and was drinking the blood. So those two pints that they asked him to bring was the one they were contaminated with witchcraft to kill the 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 the, the, the wife. But unknown to them, he brought four pints. So there were other two pints hiding untouched. They listen to what happened in reality. The lady is checked into hospital on Monday night. By Tuesday evening, she has dilated only two centimeters. Is that not so? And these health workers were just passing, going, passing, going, passing. And the girl was ah, 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 two centimeters in over ten hours. Because of the encounter he had in the dream. And because of the sure word of counsel that he received in the dream, he was in a room and the wife was dying. And then he decided, I will stay here again. I'm going to look for a doctor. I'm not I'm no longer talking to you about dreams. I'm not talking to you about reality. As he descended the stairs, he met a young man. He said, Sir, I'm looking for a doctor. He said, I'm a doctor here. Then when they looked at their faces, they were schoolmates. They were schoolmates. Jehovah's about fight. Jehovah's about This battle is not your battle. Thank God for money. There are some battles we fight with money. Thank God. There are some battles we fight legally. But some battles we fight with wisdom and smartness. But some battles, it must be God. Like this one. So we have been praying against the agent of the devil who will be attending to the wife. On this very altar. During our Friday miracle service. This metro shows up. They say, why are you people behaving as if this woman is going to give birth to a kid? Everybody go out. The young man said, I'm a doctor. He said, my wife has been here since yesterday. She's still at two centimeters. And she's suffering. He said, ah. 
But I've been waiting while have the nurses not called us. I say, my time is today. I have two other doctors. We are there waiting. So he rushed and called his two colleagues. They went up to see the our lady. When they went, then quickly he wrote a medication. And he said, Go and get this medication. They rushed to cycle to go and get the medication. They rushed back to the facility. They administered. The baby oxygen was down. The, I hear the heart of the baby had even started, you know, pumping. Within 20 minutes, she had dilated 2 centimeters to 9. Then the three doctors said, let's rush her to the theater. Then the chief witch was leading the contingent. They suddenly her phone rang. Her mother was calling her. So she had to go and talk to the mother. By the time she returned to join the team, our daughter had delivered naturally. Tell me that God does not fight. Tell me. Tell me that there is no divine orchestration in the lives of men. Tell me that an altar does not speak. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Yes, So number one, how does God come into your battle? Sure word. Sure word. If you don't hear from God, don't move. Please. Number two, he brings the victory. And number three, the reward. Prophetic time. Let's go to the text. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse number 22. He will release the victory and then he will pay you with reward. Yeah, that one is coming. I'm combining the two of them and then we are going to be worshiping God today. 
Oh, Friday you must come here with a testimony. The month of July is your month of victory and celebration. Am I talking to a congregation here this yes. morning? Clap your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. Verse 22. Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. As they began to sing and praise the Lord, as they praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Marseille who were invading Judah and they were defeated. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. Today, every spiritual attack, physical and emotional, defeat, defeat, scatter, scatter, I claim victory. Shout yes. The devil has been telling you you don't know how to pray. Oh, come on, tell the devil, devil, I'm praying now. Say, I'm praying now. Oh, you are praying now. Hallelujah. Verse 23. Verse 23. Read 23 with a loud voice. When they go, for the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they, they helped to destroy one another. Now, the three nations that gathered against Judah, they have started fighting amongst themselves. Today, I tell your enemies against themselves. Where they have gathered against you. Let the Lord create confusion. Yes. Let them fight. Yes. Let them kill themselves. Yes. Let them drink their blood. Yes. Am I prophesying? Yes. Shout yes. 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 Verse number 24. Read with a loud voice because that's your prophecy. Ready? Go. So, when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness they looked towards the multitude and there were their dead bodies falling on the earth no one had escaped father today I prophesy no wicked person will escape our judgment hallelujah may they not escape the sword of our lord I didn't like the amen in the house. Amen. I didn't like the amen in the house. Amen. I didn't like the celebration. Yeah. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they have gathered, we lay ambushment by the Holy Ghost. There will be no escape for the wicked, for evil, for pandemic, coronavirus. Wherever you are coming from, clap your hands. Lift up your voice. It's time to pray. We are declaring wherever they gather against your life, against your children, against your business. Child of God, clap your hands. Lift your voice. I can feel your prayer. You are doing well. You are doing well. You are doing well. The Lord has released victory. After he gave them the word. After he 
fact that they gave God his praise. Hallelujah. Amen. After they gave God his praise. Oh Jesus. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on dead bodies and precious jewelry which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. When I got to this scripture, I said, Lord, I don't need three days to gather the spoil. Just one day. Yeah. I just need one day to gather my spoil. They gathered the spoil for three days. Valuables. Jewelries. Spoil. For their troubles. For their pain. For their sorrow. God decided to put laughter in their mouth. I am talking to you at home. The Lord will put a song in your mouth. The Lord will put laughter in your mouth. The Lord will bring you victory. Through the sure word that you are hearing today. Through the prophetic word that you are hearing today. Clap your hands and say, In the name of Jesus, I receive reward. 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 You will be shocked by the next verse. And on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barak. For there, they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of the place was called the valley of Barak until this day. You see, he didn't rejoice. N-I-V. N-I-V. On the fourth day, they assembled in the... Oh, uh, NLT, sorry. New Living Translation. On the fourth day, they gathered in the valley of blessing, which got its name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It is still called the valley of blessing to them. You know why you are not celebrating? Because you haven't heard the prophecy. They went into the battle, the valley of battles. The valley of battles turned into a valley of blessing. Yeah. Your valley of tears shall turn into the valley of blessing. The valley of shadow of death shall turn into a valley of victory. Your valley of shame shall turn into a valley of glory. Your valley of fear shall turn into a valley of victory. Your victory, your valley of shame shall turn into the valley of celebration. I release your the valley of blessing, the valley of blessing, the valley of celebration, the valley of glory, the valley of honor, the valley of praise. Clap your hands, begin to pray, worship Him, bless Him. I see you may not know how, you may not know who it is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. 
Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.